Hello and welcome back to an action-packed episode of Two People in Front of a Microphone. What's going on there, Vince? What's going on, Blaven? I, you know, today it's been a pretty rocky week. Weather's been up and huh? down, but the skies are looking clear finally, and we're ready to go. Huh? What? Actually, what? I don't know. <laughs> you felt that way. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt this week. Yeah. Oh God, that's kind of weird, no? Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Just do us today, huh? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. Actually, actually, you know what? No, I know where TJ is. TJ's playing Zelda, as he oh, should be. Here we go. Here we uh, go. I don't know where Anthony is. I'm sure he's not playing Zelda. He's out and about. He's doing things. He's a man on a mission. Of course. Yeah, how's your week been? Good, 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 good. I am... Um, I'm noticing that these days I'm beating more games on a regular basis. And I think I is, like that. Is that a good thing? Yeah, I beat Cult of the Lamb. And now I'm working on my backlog for Disco Elysium. But Disco I have other Elysium. Yeah, it's like that RPG point and clicky type game that was really popular a couple of years back. Oh yeah, this game got like amazing reviews. I it, it, and I got it when it was the definitive edition with all the voice acting, so it's really quite great. So mm-hmm. um right now I'm very much enjoying it. I like how if you fail certain checks or you don't talk to certain people, the I mean I'm sure it all leads to the same thing, but it seems like the story goes in wildly different places like i had to restart it because i forgot where i was at and then when i did it again i was like oh i don't remember this scene ever maybe i forgot but i really don't remember talking to this person or this person never showed up or i even knew this person was here so it was quite quite interesting i I like it a lot good to hear yes sir like this one's like uh i'm trying to remember it's like isometric is it like third person top down view yeah kind of like zelda view yeah like okay okay yeah i'm trying to remember which game this was yeah okay yeah cool have you ever played it no not at all like i i, I remember yeah you're right this came out within the last couple of years so it was fairly new. i should just google it but yeah 2019 okay i don't know what i was playing back then i must have just i don't know maybe it's because i have a stigmatism towards like small indie games and i'm just like nah mm. and oh. um i was looking at some games to get after I, I know. Okay, so here's here's the thing. Okay, like I'm, I, I was I was just looking at my Steam list just now to to tell you this point. Um, so I want to get more game because now that I feel like I'm on a roll, right? I'm, I'm on a I'm on a high. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm rolling. I'm gonna beat some more games. So I have a list of games that I want to play, l- knowing that Street Fighter is coming out in less than three weeks. So yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so this is this is what I'm. This is what I. This is the games that I want to play. Tell me if you've heard of them. There's one called uh, Stellaris. I, I heard, heard of this. I heard it's like a horror game. That's a that's a very reminiscent of Silent Hill one and two and stuff like that. And Resident old school Resident Evil. Okay. Okay. Another one is called Penitent. Penitent. It's like an RPG game, of point and click, but everything is done in old school um, stained glass painting, kind of old schooly thing, and the the um, what is it? The person writes in parchment, like what the people are saying, and there's different yeah. fonts for like monks and stuff. Have you seen this? Are you looking it up right now? Uh, this one I haven't heard as much, but okay. Right. Another one is um, City Sleeper. No, C- Cyber Sleeper. Citizen Sleeper. Citizen Sleeper. That's the one. <laughs> yes. 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 Did you hear about this yeah. one too? Yes, I know this one. Yes. Yes. And I didn't then, play it, but yeah. No. Did you hear anybody else who played it? No. And then because you guys are on a Zelda kick. My favorite Zelda game is called Tunic. Oh, and God, the fox. The fox. But do you know what happens in that game? I have no idea. Like, I know that there's, like, its own little language, and you got to, like, decipher it yourself. Nah, bro. Well, that's part of it. But when you beat bosses and you progress, you get pages of the instruction manual. Like an old school instruction manual, you know, that came with your Game Boy yeah. games or something like that. And yeah. it teaches you the game mechanics, and sometimes you don't even know what the game... The game mechanics were there from the very beginning, but you just don't know how to use them, or the button combinations, because you weren't... You didn't know about them, right? It's not like it unlocks it for you. It's always been there. You just don't know how to do it. And uh, you unlock pages of the manual, and sometimes it's ripped, or has little cute little notes on it, because whoever has been playing it last has the notes. And it's really, really cute, and I like that. And it reminds me of old school days when I was playing video games. With, and I, I was very excited about the booklet inside more than I was excited yeah. about the game sometimes. You know what I mean? Because yeah. inside you can see like new artwork and stuff like that of the game. And that always made me happy. And now we don't have that because it's all digital boo. Um, yeah. <laughs> so 
I, that's another game I want to play. Yeah, I heard and that game last... actually is surprisingly hard. Yes, that's what I heard. It's like a Souls-like. You think yeah. it's Zelda, but it's Souls. Yeah. And by Zelda fans out there, I'm not talking about Breath of the Wild. I'm talking about the old isometric Zelda a la... Wait, what Zelda was like this? Link to the Past. Link to the Past. Sorry, yeah. But it's more tilted diagonally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if that makes sense. Not totally top-down. And then the last mm-hmm. one is the game called Return of the Obra Dinn. Have you heard of this game? The black and white game? No. On a ship? Yeah. Look it up right now. See, let me know what you think. It's quite interesting. It has an interesting aesthetic. Aesthetic to it. It's all black and white, and I think it's a mystery game. Okay. But here's the thing. Oh, yeah, it is black and white, yeah. If you notice a trend in the games I picked, I feel like they're all long hauls, and they're all deep sort of... You have to get into it kind of game. You have to get into the narrative and the lore. Especially yeah, yeah, Disc Elysium. Yeah. I have a feeling I won't get through Disc Elysium until Street Fighter comes out. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. So like, where did this come from? Like, Where did you decide on these games? Did you like look up some videos? Did you go through Steam charts? Like, uh, I did. I actually went through... Okay, there's a website I think people know. It's called uh, Zero Punctuation. Oh, I thought you were going to say IGN, but okay. <laughs> no. You know Yatsuki? <laughs> the guy who speaks really fast and makes fun of games and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was... I was going through a backlog of his videos because I like listening to them while I'm, I'm just... Um, the thing is, like, with him, his visuals are so funny, I can't watch them while I'm eating or cooking. I need yeah, to watch yeah. them full on because some of them are really funny, like his jokes, his visual yeah, jokes, enough. visual gags. So I was watching some of them, and some of those games were actually recommended to me on my page. So then I put them on my wish list, and now I see that he thinks they're pretty good. And I usually I don't like to do the whole listen to reviewers type thing. Mm. Uh, to, to look at myself but i'm glad to know that my taste because i usually pick these games because they're very different from normal triple a games like elden ring or yeah i know modern warfare and stuff like that and i want new unique experiences even that game death loop i heard is really unique uh so see oh, have this, you not played death loop no i heard it's good though death loop's awesome yeah so i always i'm on the hunt for new unique experiences and that's that's what i've been doing but I know I have a limited time, you know what I mean? It's kind of like mm. the moon is coming to crash down on Zelda and, you know, only 12 days remain kind of thing of how many games can I beat between now and then. Yeah, I know. I hear it, yeah. But I luckily I have it. a week off soon, so I'm just going to power through a bunch of games. Oh, what, like hopefully, next week? Hopefully, two weeks from now. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah we're gearing up, man. We're, gonna, we're getting all the Mountain Dew code red. We're going to sit, we're gonna oh, sit a game. Is that what you're doing? That's Dang. what we're doing, bro. Mountain Dew Code Red. What is that? The first week of June? No. No, 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 no. It's good. The weekend that leads into the first couple of days of June. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Nice. Nice. Yes, yes, yes. Because on June 2nd is... Yeah, I see that. But... see. Yeah, but uh, there is a giant jiu-jitsu seminar, and people are asking me if I'm going, and the resounding answer is... Yes. No, you. It's the release weekend. Absolutely <laughs> not. But it's. But how often does the jujitsu happen? Yeah, it doesn't. How often does Street Fighter release? How often can I play Street Fighter? Don't say every it. day anyway, of your no, life. Don't say it. Listen, every, bro. I, I don't every listen to waking moment I don't of your have to life. Listen to this. I don't have to listen to this judgment. Okay. <laughs> listen, I don't have to listen to this judgment. Okay. You, mm-hmm. You'll be. You'll you'll be regretting your words when I'm winning that million dollars in capital. Oh, company. okay. <laughs> so that's on the third, the jujitsu thing. Uh, it's on that weekend. Yeah, the third and the fourth. Yeah, third, fourth. Oh, okay, okay. But cool. no, no, no. my 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 life is gonna be all encompassing. Yeah, what if I don't wow. like the game? Huh? I know, like what? That's the biggest disappointment. You get all this hype, you do all the research, and then all of them out of nowhere, ain't that good? Ain't that good? It's not hey, we'll for see. you. I'm really having a lot of fun with Disco Elysium and. Sometimes, though, I know that a story beat's about to happen. I'm like, oh, I can't sit here for an hour and listen to all this. Even though I can just close my eyes and let it just talk to me. It's just, it's a lot of, you gotta absorb a lot. It's not like playing Bayonetta or playing any game that's sort of action-oriented, where you don't really have to think. Uh, Hold on, because I I take it the other way. Like, in those games, I have to think more. In what? Shooting games? Well, no, in, like, action games, like. Like, like combinations. No, no. I mean, like in like Bayonetta, like or De- Devil May Cry. Like I have to think of button button inputs. Really? You know, or like, mm-hmm. or even like in a Souls game, I got to think a bit more, like spacing, uh, in life, about boss patterns. With the, with the Final Fantasy, that's where I just sit back and like I don't have to think. 
I mean, these games, there's no combat whatsoever. It's all talking, <laughs> right? So, oh, that's true. I guess it is just connecting the dots. Exactly. And you have to really engage in the narrative. You yeah, you to, should. You, you should engage. The character. Who, engage. Are, who am I? Who are you? God damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, you know what I did do this week on your recommendation? <laughs> uh, what? Let me, I'll give you a hint. It happened on a Tuesday. Uh, oh, you saw Guardians! Brother? Yeah. Brother? Yeah. Miho? Yeah. Let me tell you what. <laughs> this tell man me. was 100% correct. Oh, yeah. I told you, man, everything comes in threes. Step up three. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I had to work so it in I, there somehow. So I, I take wait, it you I, liked it. Bro, I had to wait all week for that joke. Bro, this one. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. not going to say it's my favorite one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay? I still think the second one is my favorite one. Uh-huh. But it's definitely the next runner-up. Of this the one, three, so. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, this one just yeah. hit me right in the heart, bro. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God. Just, it, you were right. It wraps everything up. And yeah. it really does tie into the fact that these guys aren't a team like the Avengers. They're like a family. Straight up. Yes. This is like more family than Fast and the Furious family. Yes. But and like, I didn't yeah. know Star Lord and Mantis were literally family, but I guess I missed that Christmas special, which I also watched, which was hilarious. Um, That's right. I was like, because I was trying to remember, I'm like, where in the movie did they say this? And I'm like, yeah. right, his sister. And I'm like, that Christmas special, of course. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. I had to do a 180 for a second there because I completely like erased that from my memory for some reason. And uh, I saw that your, your girl. <laughs> Your, sorry, your boy Nathan Villian was in there. Oh, he was quite great. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, He's got one of those. I, yeah, I really like the the growth of all the characters. You know, everybody from now, from when they were back then, were so different. Gamora is literally a different person, so that doesn't count. But I know, I know, but, she's so different. Well, she's another version of herself, which I I totally forgot. I forgot when she got revived, question mark. I don't think it was revived because they went back in time, right? So this is like no. past Gamora before having all the experiences in Infinity War, yes? That's question right. Mark, correct? That's right. That's right. She's uh, Endgame Gamora. Yeah. And the one that I really was surprised about, and I hope you can guess who it is. Surprised about? Yeah. The, her, 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 damn it. Her character growth. You already know it. It's, oh, it's, it's Karen? Ka- Karen Gillian? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to get a little weird here, but I didn't realize that um, the person who plays her, what was the name of the character again? Uh, Nebula. Nebula is quite um, attractive in real life. Yo, she's so hot. She's, and I didn't realize that she was. I remember. From jungle from uh, Jumanji. Jumanji. Yeah. And that girl is an attractive lady. When she was first announced as the Doctor Who, the Doctor's companion for Doctor Who. Uh-huh. I was like, I got to watch this season. As bad as that sounds, I was like, I'm watching this season. And sure enough, she was the best part of that season. She was definitely... I didn't realize, too, that she was super Irish, Scottish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scottish, Scottish. And that she was a redhead? Yeah, and then this movie, she's bald and with (laughs) an American accent. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, Rocket's story. I didn't realize that the otter was the wife of Hawkeye. Also, she's also oh yes, yes, yes. The, you mean the also, voice? She's also Velma from the Scooby yeah, from Live Scooby Doo with yeah, Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. and Sarah yes. Michelle Gellar. Yes, and I really, really liked his backstory. And I, are they hinting that this was all actually a Rocket Raccoon series and not really a Guardians of the Galaxy movie trilogy? Because she says <laughs> it was actually your story all along. You just didn't know it. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. yeah. I love how his background, he accepts that he's a, ra- oh, spoilers, that he re- accepts he's a raccoon. But yeah, I, do... I know. And he, he sees the tag and he's like, yeah. okay. <laughs> okay. And I really do agree with what you said about the high evolutionary where he's just sort of there. And he yeah. basically, <laughs> he basically lines up everything because he ties up the plot point with Adam Warlock, his race of people. Yeah. And all the other races too. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah how did so... you feel about that bait and switch on Adam Warlock? Uh, the fact that he was a bumbling fool? Yeah. I did not like that at all. I'm being honest with you. Adam like, Warlock's supposed to be the linchpin against Thanos in the Infinity War. I know. So, yeah. like, that's the, that was the one thing where, I was like, I... But the thing is, you kind of knew he couldn't have anything to do with that stuff, right? But, why like, is, I, I, was, I was... Wait, why well, is because, that? Because 
Infinity War's over. Like the stones are done. Like it's right, but I didn't think that they wouldn't. They would take away that huge part. That's like the other half. He's like I know, the and like save the heroes, but uh, yeah, yeah. Like when I watch it, I'm like, I haven't felt this betrayed since. Do you remember all the hype for Iron Man three and the Mandarin? Yeah, and you find out he's just an actor. Yeah, like that. That, that was the, the the betrayal I felt when they brought Adam Warlock into this movie. I was like, what the fuck? Like that was like the one thing I did not like. I get why they did it, and they tried to explain it, and and like they broke his cocoon early, so he's not fully yeah. matured. But like, right. still, I wasn't into it. Yeah, and so that the guy who plays Adam Warlock, that's the kid who goes, "Hey, you guys are getting paid." That's that yeah, kid. That's right? him. That's him. That's Bro, him. <laughs> the glow up. Literally, I'm putting my hand in like the praying pose because he's the glow up is insane. He's so jacked. Yeah, I think he's also in the Maze Runner. Oh. I didn't know that. I never watched those movies. But yeah, yo, I mean, like, that's where he started. Yeah, he's sick, bro. And that gag at the end where he was doing the Jesus thing was oh, funny. You, or he's like the Italian portrait. <laughs> oh my god! I literally <laughs> was like, I, they had that fine time to put that in there, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I am very, very, very. Music to me is a big thing, especially in the Guardians movies, because every time I go and watch the, one of those movies, I get a new song or songs out of it. This one, not really so much. I didn't really feel like there's a lot of songs that I, I really clicked with in this one. I like the last one that they had by Florence and the Machine. That was an oldie, but a goodie. But the one thing that they did that really got me right in the feels, whereas when Rocket at the end was like, this is a special one. And he plays the song that started the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hit me, bro. That hit me right back into my seat, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what it made me reminded me of? Remember in Infinity War when they first introduced the Guardians? That scene also slaps. I watched yeah. that over and over again over the weekend, where it's just like the song Rubber Band Man, and then dun, and it's just space. It just says space. Yep. And then you you know who it is right yep. away. You don't even yep. have to see, you don't have to think about who it is. It doesn't even show anybody. You already know who's coming. And I was yep. like, man, that was what I just wish I could watch Infinity War and Endgame all over again. Honestly. Yeah. That's, that's what I really want. To relive those moments again. Yeah, I wish I could, like, yeah, erase my memory and just be, go through it again. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, dude, I ha- highly recommend anyone who wants a nice wrap-up to the bullet of the story. I want you to guys watch this movie. And the Star Wars stuff at the end were pretty funny, not gonna lie. The what? The post-credit scene. Or it's like, why oh, does he, yeah. why does he <laughs> just, you know, why doesn't he help? He's an able-bodied man. Why doesn't he just <laughs> mow the lawn? It's like, yeah, don't even get me started. It's like, no, but I really kind of want to know. And I was just like, you know what? That's awesome. He's he's traveled the world. He's fought Thanos. And yeah. this is the kind of stuff that he, he's just a he's just a real normal dude, right? Apparently, yeah. he's going to come back because it's, as it's said in the end. Yeah, so that's I what I saw. I was like, wait, what? What do you mean so he's coming else back? Yeah, so everybody else is gone or what? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, see, I don't know what that means. Do they, are they implying that it's Star Lord will return, or because they don't say the Guardians so. will return, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. The fact that now Rocket Two became the leader of the Guardians that just hit me too. Eesh. Yeah. We'll this see one really did. There. It was a good payoff. I think this is a great payoff. Yeah. No, I really like how they wrapped everyone's story, and like they didn't go for like the cheesy happy happy ending or for everyone. It was what? just like they did. no, like some certain things were like I felt like no, that feels about right. Like it's. It's satisfying, but it's not overly like everyone gets their happy ending. Also, can I? I'll say one thing. I'll, this is another one that I'm going to go a little off base here. You know who else is really attractive? Uh, the voice who, of the dog. Cosmo? Yeah. Who's the voice of the dog? I, I, I don't know her name off the top of my head, but I looked her up after. I'm like, ooh, she's like a model. <laughs> is she? Are you looking it up right now? I guess so. Is she Russian? Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, she is. Oh yeah, she's pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, but that 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 dog is really cute. Yeah. Oh yeah, bad dog. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, like, I like that part. Craglin too, my boy. Mm. <laughs> he, he got his up and coming. Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, this movie is great. It was pretty great. It was very good. It was pretty good. It was very good. Very good. Very good. Oof, definitely recommend it. Yeah. Definitely recommend. And- yeah, and they finally got their like guardian suits at the end there. Oh, dude, what the? I wish they had that more. I know when they were wearing it in the last sequence, I'm like, where do they get those? And I'm like, they're like the the full getup, like the... yeah, that's like the full thing from the comics. It looks yeah, sick. I know the only thing that was missing was Star Lord's mask, but otherwise... yeah, I wish they used his mask more. I love his mask. Actually, I'm not gonna yeah. lie, his mask yeah. looks pretty cool because it kind of looks like a you know hunk from Resident Evil. Kind of looks like that. Yeah, yeah, the gas mask. It looks yep. sick. 
Yep. But yeah. But yeah, no, that was like a nice touch. I was like, oh, was, oh man, they got the suits. Definitely recommend. And I like how I forgot that Sarah lost his Walkman in the other one. So now he has an MP3 player. Oh, he has a Zune. Yeah, he has a Zune. I have that Zune. No, you don't. Yeah, it's my, it's brown. And then the it's like on a clear, uh, sorry, like a plastic covering. That's got like a highlight in the color of blue. I kind of love it. Yeah, I don't know where it is, but I know I have it. I kind of love it. Gen 1 Zune. What a waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this movie, Vince. Good recommendation. Yeah. I'm glad I went to see it. Yeah, it was very However, good. I will say when I went to the theater, yeah. I did have some really loud nerds that were sitting right behind me. Uh, I mean, like, like, oh, no, dude, don't do that. They're like, oh, no. And they're just like, oh, wow, you guys are like living the stereotype straight up. Eh? Just FYI. So you go watch it with kids. Kids don't know. <laughs> I didn't expect it to happen like that, but man. Yeah, that's why you go to a Saturday matinee when it's just children and they have no idea and everyone's just cheering. Cheering, cheering about what? Also, this movie's super violent for kids. FYI. Lots I mean, of animal abuse. And how do they not get scared about that bunny? Floor? Oh my word. Oh terrifying. yeah, that bunny's terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. The Waller's not so much, but damn, that bunny with the trap jaw mouth? Oh, word. Yeah, very scary. Scary stuff. I really like that part too where Rocket still talked like a child, and then afterwards he was just talking like a regular person. Oh, so like yeah, he grows he up? Up. Yeah. Yeah, he grows up. Well, he does, he's already grown up. He's just hiding it because he's smart enough to hide it. Yeah. And then his friends die, and he just goes he just goes crazy, raccoon crazy. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Dang. Love, it. love, love, love. Yeah, it's a good movie. Dang. Good wicked. Movie. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's hit it up with you, bro. What's, what's oh, the, yes. What's in front? Yeah, yeah. So not too much going on, but okay. Uh, I had a I had a moment this week. It was like a one of those like very rare, but um, it was like one of those ego moments where like I just felt yeah. inflated. Like you felt good, right? Uh huh. Okay, so I I joined a different cycling club. Oh, really? What was your old one not good enough? Uh, no, just I haven't seen them in a couple. The old one in a couple of years, and this one's closer to me, and like whatever. Uh, but this club is is fine, and this club doesn't do racing. They just do group rides. And then I ride with like the team to do more racing events. But anyways, I joined okay. this other club just to get more people to ride with, just to find more people to ride with and, and to, and to find new roads in the area. So it was on Tuesday. Um, now, generally speaking, the group meets Wednesday, like the weekends and the weekdays, usually only the hardcores come out on the week on the weekdays because I don't know, they're more, they're more into training, right? Whereas mm -hmm. the casual are only on the weekends. So it's a smaller mm -hmm. group, uh, but they're all a bit more let's say fit. Mm -hmm. So I show up, I don't know anybody. It's my first time there. And, uh, there's about like maybe 20 of them. Okay. Uh, and I'm going, and they're all getting ready in their cars and stuff. And like, I'm just right. And like, I got my bike out and I'm riding around. I'm, I'm just trying to introduce myself, trying to, you know, trying to meet people. Um, and they're all just like very hesitant to like, they're not very welcoming. And I was really surprised. I was like, what the fuck? They were very welcome or were they not? No, very they were They were not. And I was like, what's going on? People are usually nice in this area. What's going on? Like, where was this? Sorry. Ancaster. Okay. Dang. Sorry to hear yeah, that, man. And I was like, I was like, why aren't these people welcoming? Like, what the hell's going on? Like, like whatever. So like, we're just about to start and, um, we're all like gathered in a circle and stuff. And like, I'm just looking around people beside me. Like there's a one guy who was pretty nice to me. Granted, he was like a hundred percent Spanish, could barely speak English, and so every time I spoke to him, I didn't really understand what he was saying. Uh, as unfortunately, um, anyways, before we go out, um, the big group usually splits into smaller groups based on speed and fitness, right? And there's four uh -huh. categories. Uh huh. And and I was like, okay, it's my first time here. I'm just I just want to do the slowest one. I just want to cruise around. And I just want to meet people and just whatever. Um, okay. So they, the way they do it is they start out with like, who's here riding like uh, group four, which is the slowest. And then who's doing three, who's doing two, who's doing one. And they go up and forth and they go up till we, they figure out who's riding where. So the guy, the, the team captain, he calls out group four. Nobody raises their hand. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. They're all like ultra level speed dudes. And they're going to want to go real fast. Okay. Group three. Nobody raises their hand. I'm like, shit, they really are going to be fast. Okay. Group two, one girl raises her hand. No one wants to go with her. I was like, fuck it. I'll just go with this girl because like, I don't want to be up in the, 
in the top end riding around with all the the fast guys because i just i was uh-huh. just looking to meet people so uh-huh. i raise my hand collectively the whole group goes what what the fuck what no way no uh uh-uh. what to you like, yeah and i'm like the hell did wrong? you do bro i'm like what what's wrong they're like no way bro you look so fast why are you going to the slow group why don't you why don't you come with us i'm like i'm not fast they're like what are you talking about you look so pro and i'm like <laughs> i was like I was like, oh shit, you guys didn't want to talk to me. In my head, I was like, oh, you guys, like, you really were just intimidated. You didn't want to, it's not that you were being mean. You just thought I was so above you. And I was like, oh, at that moment, everyone decided to be friendly. Like, once they realized they're like, oh, nothing to worry about, everyone's smiles came out and they wanted to, like, get to know me more. And then, like, three more tagged along with us. Sorry, I I can't breathe. It's too funny. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's because you thought I was going to, like, be some sort of, like, alpha. And, but anyways, long story short, it was a fun ride. Got to meet a couple people. It was great. Uh, that said, two of the guys had e-bikes, and I didn't know this. And I don't know why I decided to race them at the end. What is an e-bike? Oh, oh, they, have a, okay. they have a motor. Okay. So, basically, they don't have to put out actual, like, power. Uh-huh. If, if you're thinking about, like, lifting weights, what if for... Yeah, let's say 75% of the strength you need is supported by the machine and you're only doing the other 25, right? Oh, interesting. So, okay. but I didn't know that until the end of the ride. And I was like, shit, these guys are fast. But uh, yeah, that was my, that was my cycling excursion this week. Huh. Um, but I'm going to meet them again tomorrow. And hopefully now uh, people won't be so intimidated and they'll, you know, want to be normal and social. <laughs> normal and social is that what you said <laughs> yeah i was like i was like just so confused because yeah i was like i don't know what like i was looking around like do i look weird like do i smell funny like what's happening here bruh no uh, that smells yeah. be kind of cool though you're kind of like everybody avoiding you because you're that anime main character protagonist energy <laughs> that, that that's basically what it was and i'm like oh okay cool yeah, yeah so when they saw that your skills were not up to your your thing where they just like oh yeah this guy's a regular dude yeah and i was like because uh, i even said i'm like guys the bike looks faster than it really is and then they were like they're they 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 they, they, they cooled off they're like oh okay cool they're like oh okay nice but yeah, you know so what? Was... We get we get that a lot in jujitsu as well. Like oh, people yeah. who look like people who usually look the toughest are usually the easiest. And yeah, people who don't look, they look unassuming. They just literally will kill you. Oh right yeah, away. that's the, yeah, that's what I know. Like the true experts have like the shittiest gear. They look like they're like absolute rookie, but then you know they're like don't even challenge. Yeah, they don't even challenge. <laughs> Yeah. Or they're like super friendly. They're like, "Oh hi, how's it going?" You're like, "Good." And you, yeah. you you touch hands. You you do the fist bump, and you're like. Oh, <laughs> Like, you just fuck? feel it it goes full <laughs> anime you feel what's this aura you're just like oh, why am i upside down Nani? <laughs> it just instant teleports behind me yeah dude that's hilarious but yeah. that's kind of sick though that means you got like that that uh jojo energy aren't you that's what i was thinking i was like whoa so that's what it feels like to be the villain <laughs> you're the villain of the racing club <laughs> the girl must have been like yo hell yeah this super fast guy it's like no she was really happy she's like i thought i was gonna ride alone thanks for coming with me i'm like yeah no problem and then like we rode for like have we got halfway through the ride and i think she knew immediately that um uh because like i don't know i wasn't really looking at my speed i was kind of just going at a comfortable pace that i usually go and is that like too much for her yeah i think she knew immediately it was too fast for her and so we just slowed it down. Like we just slowed the tempo down a bit. And then what do you mean yeah. by we, as in like, is it a group thing? Yeah. Cause there ended up being, it was me and her and then three other guys latched on. Okay. So I like, understand. So if you can just, I, I'm very, uh, yeah. What is it? Un untrained when it comes to this yeah. kind of, yeah. I, I'm yeah. not knowledgeable about it. So yeah. do you guys have to ride in groups or is it just a, a thing of like social thing or is it for safety or is it just, you go with the group that you want to match the speed of? Is it like, yeah, yeah. Pump- clusters and then you just have to go to each cluster or stay with yeah. what cluster you want yeah more or less so we set up the like you want to ride with people of a similar skill level right right so that okay you guys all go move out at the same speed and um the reason you want to do that is is just so that no you know everyone feels like they're of an equal level that's just yeah. that's just normal the reason you ride in a big group is i like to ride in groups for social reasons just to like mm. get to know people and just hang out 
But the other benefit is you can go farther and faster with a group because the people on the front do all the work and essentially they block the wind and they do most of the pedaling. Everyone behind, uh, they draft. They don't have to worry about wind resistance. They can pedal lighter. So generally they're moving faster than they normally would if they were just to be on their own. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we switch out. So like when the front people get tired, they go to the back and then the next row comes up. So it's, and it's just a, it's just a constant rotation. However, I just never got off the front. I just stayed there because I could tell, I was like, okay, I probably should have gone to a faster group because I'm, uh, everyone's clearly getting tired, but I I wasn't. So it was just, we just, uh, slowed it down a bit and, and, but that's usually what happens. So are you that guy that trained so hard up in the mountains that when you came to real racing, you were just too strong for that group? Like I knew, like I know where I'm supposed to be, like where I would normally ride, but I just didn't want to be there that day because I just wanted to be. You just wanted to ease into it. Yeah, I I want to ease my way into this group. I didn't want to show up day one and be like, check this out. But yeah, but that's more or less my my cycling journey. That's pretty sick. Not gonna lie, that's an interesting. uh, Um, what is it? I think the same thing happens to me where they're like, oh, that's Blavin, blah blah blah. I mean, it's not really high, but like, I'm now more senior white belt. You know, I have yeah, like for sure. three stripes. But yeah. then when people roll in, they're like, oh, he's not that hard. I'm like, yeah, what the f- what hell do you think I was? <laughs> I feel like I'm not, like, like I'm I'm not, not a pro. That, yeah, I'm not a pro, dude. I'm just a filthy casual. And then I just, I just, I hand them the controller for Street Fighter. I'm like, okay, let's go. You know? Oh, wow. Then, yeah, let's see what Let happens. Let me show you my true skill. Bring my true strength. Yeah. <laughs> But oh, that's an awesome story. Actually, I like kind of like that. So, yeah, I was like, I, I, I was, I felt like so ego boosted. I was like, oh, cool. So I do give off that image. Cool. So when you when you're saying that they they ignored you, does yeah. that mean that when you walked to them, they go, hey, my name is Vince? They're just like, huh, and walked away, or were they just like, no? But them? you know, like you know, when you meet people and they're either like, you know, they're they're really nice, but they're very short with me. Like they're like, hi, and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. So that's is there that. like is there some sort of what you call it? Uh, machismo there that they didn't want to be shown up or they, they're they kind of protecting kind of self-preservation kind of thing they don't want to be i, I mean pr- i mean probably like I, I i guess so right damn dude oh man i didn't realize you gave up that energy but like so here's the thing because like i felt so intimidated because again cycling is not a cheap sport right so usually people right. with with more money right. usually are part of it right. like, not to say that i'm like loaded or anything but because when we look at when i look at the cars that show up Everybody has a Porsche. They have a Porsche SUV with their yeah. bike on the back. And I'm like, God damn, who am I riding with today? Because like, also, and for those who don't know, Ancaster is a rich area. Like it's a fairly wealthy area. That is where we live. understatement, really. Honestly. Yeah, it's, it's very, so like people with money are here. And so I felt intimidated. And I was like, oh my God, that all these people like tons of cash, super successful. And they're part of this, you know cycling club but so i thought it was weird at first i thought is it because i'm driving a, a toyota and people are like you don't belong here i, I, I think is this classism but then yeah i found it was just a a, a fake sense of uh whatever image oh interesting interesting you know honestly i found that too that people who usually have really nice geese or really nice controllers anything that's like very fancy they're usually not that good at certain th- I'll be honest. I, I think some people do like to compensate in a way. Uh, For sure. Because then people who I see who have ratty sleeves or not ratty geese, but you can tell they're well-worn. They're like, oh, these guys. Oh, you mean like they're mat. used? Like Yes, like, exactly. Yeah. Like even yeah. when I was playing Magic, any literally any sort of sport or uh, hobby that I had that required sort of um, apparatuses. Again, controllers is a big one for um fighting games if i see someone with a brand new stick or somebody with a cool looking decals yeah it's cool but then i see somebody with like a stick where the buttons are kind of worn out like you can tell like the, the certain joints of it have um sort of like wear and tear you're like oh man this guy's been around <laughs> you know what I mean? like he's used this a lot or somebody has geese that are used to be white but they're now they're kind of off-white because yeah. you know, washed it so many times or it's been yeah. with laundry. Like, you know yeah. what's up you know what i mean yeah, that's how I feel about sometimes when I like this is not a um, the same thing. But you know when you see like a backpacker and their backpack is full of like pins and stickers from different parts of the world. And you're like, oh, this is a a well traveled person. Yes. As opposed to like when you see a brand new backpack and it's like pristine. 
Yeah. It still has it still has its shape. Yeah. It yeah. still has its shape. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh man. That's that's really good. That's a really good story, actually. Yeah. Um that was that. And then so the are you gonna part- are you gonna race to this team more often or yeah, so like these guys, are, I just ride them just more for training. It's just like, uh, okay. and looking for, and this one's more just social and stuff. And then the race team I, I, I'm part of, that's more just for competing. Ah, so you're going to be the, competing in competitions. Yeah, yeah. So this one's more for just like, I just, like, I literally joined this just for the social aspect. That's all. Oh, so like Olympics? No, 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 no. Tour, tour, tour de Ancaster? Oh, I wish. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's really funny uh, yeah but that's actually funny. no the rest of the week i beat resident evil village okay this is we we have some words here well you. yeah we do we do yeah so uh, i heard that you are so smooth brained you get that mycosynth brain that you can't understand the story no i don't get it like i was like i don't know there's so much to this game that i thought was so cool but the actual narrative i was like so uh-huh. wait, what the fuck? What what the fuck? <laughs> That's, funny. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, so yeah, the game definitely opens up dramatically after you finish Castle uh Don't be Tall Lady. Yeah, Castle big, Mommy big Mama Vampire. <laughs> Yo, yeah, honestly, like... I thought that that was gonna be the whole game, and it's only not even like a, it's Same. not even like a fourth of the game. Same. <laughs> Literally, it's when not even you... a fourth of the game. Yeah, because like all the marketing you see is that castle, which was super friggin' smart. I think that they yeah, hid absolutely. so much of the game behind yeah. just the castle. Yeah, which is cool because then the game actually opens up and it turns into like a very Zelda-like format, where there's like there's four dungeons, get the MacGuffin at each dungeon, come back to the last one, and then off you go to the races, and then you Bro. upgrade throughout. Like it was, I fucking love this game. So, which one of the uh, four lords did you uh, enjoy the most? Oh, I really like the doll lady. Dude, that's exactly the one I was going to say. That one actually scared me personally. Yeah, I was like, oh, and like that one, there's like nothing like you. There's no combat. There's no combat. Yeah, they take away all your stuff. And it's but I guess that's because that's more like psychological horror. It is, and honestly. That, and that's when I was like, ah, oh, shit. That like having to like move yeah. through the doll and then just the when the lights are off and you don't know when it's coming you can only hear it yeah and that going baby thing the, oh my oh. word i was so scared and then you see people speed run it and they're just like making fun <laughs> of it basically by just knowing when it's gonna be triggered and stuff that's like oh come on yeah but, i remember i think i hid in the locker for too long just waiting for it to go by i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really really like that part yeah uh, and anyway, yeah well, let me hear more of your thoughts on it so you yeah, know i i thought it was really well done um I think I was enjoying it like a lot until you get to Oh, here we go. Heisenberg. I'm like Magneto? I, Yeah, like you I Magneter? Like I know that this game definitely goes places and it's very different from where it starts out. But there's parts of that in that level specifically where you feel like this is the video game part they had to do for you where it's the zombie isn't enough anymore. What if we gave it armor? And what if we gave that armor power tools? And it just oh. became absolutely ridiculous. Oh, interesting. Wait, and I was like, who had that? The Heisenberg dudes. Oh, like he had this, you know, like the zombies, them. like they had the zombies, right? But then the zombies yeah. got body armor with, um, oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. And then some of them had drills. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And then I lost it when, like, the final version is. And now a jetpack. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it. This game is stupid. Like, uh, but his his boss battle was so cool. Did you like his comment about Chris? Yeah, he's like that stupid uh boulder punching. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I like how in canon everybody knows he punched a boulder. Yeah, like why? Why is that part of his highlight reel? Like, why is that in his file? Like, what the hell? Um, it is what it is. There, there's like I think overall I really enjoyed it. Probably like one of the best Resident Evils of them all. I think there's one part of the narrative that I just I really hated. Not maybe hate is the wrong word, but I was like, this is really dumb. What? So in the beginning, right? I think last week I said, you know, Chris walks in, unloads into your wife, takes your baby, and leaves you there. See, who? What did you call him? Chris. Well, walks in. I thought you said called him Chris Watson. 
No, no, Chris walks in, you know. He does he, do that. He does that. He leaves you incapacitated, incapacitated and whatever. And then throughout the game, you meet him at certain points, and he's just ultra alpha, right? Like, he's, oh, he's, yeah. he's soldier yeah. boy doing his thing, like, get the out of here, alpha. Ethan. Like, whatever. And at the very end of the game, when you're playing, sorry, spoilers, you, you get to play as Chris for like a short moment of time and you get to be with his team and chris is he's 100 alpha like he just runs through everybody and you're like this game is definitely way easier when you have chris's toolkit but he says or like one of his team is like hey chris i think we should have told ethan about the plan why didn't we tell him and chris is like yeah we should have and that's it that's his whole explanation like you don't know why he was being secretive. You don't know why he was being so like alpha. He's just like, uh huh. We should have. And I yeah. was like, I was, I was so pissed. I was like, that was your explanation. Like he it was wasn't busy dropping bombs. Like he literally can yeah. drop bombs in that game. I know. It's like, no, no. There's got to be more to it than that. It can't just be. Yeah, we should have. Like I was losing my mind. But um, that's insane. That's hilarious. Yeah, but no, it was good. It's a good game. I definitely recommend it. I definitely uh, recommend it too. I think it's a great game. Yeah, it's it, it's real good. I was so shocked. I was like, this game is awesome. Like, it's so awesome. So what's on next? So I was going to play Zelda. Uh-huh. But I'm leaving the country in a couple days. And I'm like, I can't start this because I won't finish it. And then I don't want to be stuck doing that. So You know what? You can finish in a week, less than a week. What? Resident Evil 3. <laughs> That's exactly what I started. <laughs> so I'm I'm in the Jill scenario. I'm going for Nemesis. Yeah, that game you can finish in this one sitting probably. I heard that game is like five hours, and I'm like, I can't yeah, it's, wait. It's bad. It's really bad <laughs> that it's like really really small. Yeah. Yeah. You'll but it's okay. It. I I got it on the Golden Week sale, so it's okay. Because I think okay. it was um it was the Raccoon City edition. Where it came with two, three remake, and all the DLC for both for I think fifteen uh-huh. bucks. Oh so, wow, that's really good. I paid full price for that. Yeah. So. Yeesh. Yeah, now I'm very excited because I remember I really liked Nemesis on the PS1 when I was a kid. Although, or maybe I keep telling myself that I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to do that. And then hopefully by the time I finish that, four will be on sale. I I, I really wanted to hear your thoughts on four. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't but know yeah. when you'll get there, but that's 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 the one I'd like to see. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. But yeah, that well, was, that was it. I do love that you're in a Resident Evil kick. I am, yeah. I'm very much in it. Like, I this is all just so I can get the four, basically. That's what. I'm yeah. Doing. So we're gonna be watching all the movies, right? The Mila Jovovich oh, ones. Yes. Geez. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. god. Please no. Oh please no. God. Or we can, or we can sit together as friendos and watch the Netflix adaptation of Resident Evil. <laughs> I don't wanna. I really don't. I don't wanna. wanna. Yo, I don't they, wanna. They're like, yo, five remakes soon? Question mark. And we're like, oh, oh god. <laughs> That'll be oh, the day. Man. Five and six remake? Oh, man. Oh, my word. It's not even that far from. Four remake, remake. Four Question remake, mark. remake? Oh, man. <laughs> but I, I wish that the Rusker's voice actor behaved, and now we can't get him anymore. So that's kind of bad. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, uh, you know, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Wesker, mm. because I, I bought the special edition for eight or something, I get uh-huh. to start out with uh, his gun in eight. The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the Samurai Edge. Yeah, is that what it is? Is that what yeah? It is? It's shit. Yeah, it's not great. Like yeah. you literally can't upgrade it, and it's got base level stats. I was like, what the hell? What a waste! I'll tell you right now, though, that the 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 DLC guns in Resident Evil uh, Four are absolute bongers. So if you do get them, I I, I use them throughout the whole game. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Yeah, especially the shotgun because his reload animation is the reload animation from Terminator One or Two, where he spins it around. Oh, on the finger. Yeah, Jeez. it's so sick. What a show off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's everyone going, Dingo? But yeah, uh, yeah, that one's sick. That that shotgun is insane, and it's a two by four. I think it's like tiny. You know oh, how the shotgun. Really? Is- yeah. yeah, you know how the other shotgun used to take. It's basically the same power as the first shotgun, but literally a quarter of the space. I think. Really? Yeah. So huh. that's why it's good. And the hand, yeah. the handgun's actually pretty good too. Like once you fully upgrade it. Ah. I think he has like five times headshot or something like that. I can't. Oh remember. my god. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's that's very interesting. I'm gl- I'm glad you enjoyed Resident Evil Eight. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I have other questions. Like, who the fuck is Duke? 
Who the hell is Duke? Yeah, I don't know. And Wait, like, why does he know Duke? so much? Where's huh? Duke? Who's Duke again? The shop. Oh, oh yeah. He does talk about his friend though. The other. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I the, know the, the shopkeeper. <laughs> The yeah. other thing too is, um, did you get the Rose DLC? Because I didn't. I have it. Yes. I was planning to play it, but I, I never got a chance to buy it or whatever. Tell me how that. How did you feel about that ending? Did you get that ending? You did, well, right? Oh, you mean the where Rose is older? Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think like, everybody gets that ending, right? That's yeah, like ending, right? he's at the graveyard. Yeah, and then you see her driving away, but then somebody's walking. Yeah, so, yeah. I, mean, I was like, who's that supposed to be? I, I think they zoomed in on the model, and they think it's Ethan. Ethan, but, but the father's story is done i know right so when she said oh they're gonna go to space we're like what is she going to space come on now <laughs> yeah so like i was like oh my god i cannot wait for resident evil 9 yeah in space <laughs> yeah i cannot wait i cannot wait oh uh, my god okay yeah i and let me know what you think about hers because i heard it's interesting yeah if i if i finish three fast enough i'll i'll probably try that too yeah, it's all about it's all about uh, getting through every single named entry. <laughs> yeah, basically. Coolest character in three though is not Jill. Just FYI. But I love Jill. Carlos. Oh, Carl! Is he the new character? No, oh, he was the old one too. He just looks way different. Okay, so they did change his model like completely, he, like hundred percent. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> okay. he's he's more of a hunk right now. Okay, yes. Let me, yes, t- let me like, tell you what. Yeah, I saw that cover. I'm like, who is this guy? But, yeah, and the okay. old one, he kind of looked like. Of budget Leon, but yeah, and the, the new one, he is he is a hunky boy. Yeah, okay, all he's right, a good looking man. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, yeah, had, what? No, he had he had like the hair part like Leon did, but in this one he has like the messy mop hair. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't have a part in this one. Okay. Also, oh, yeah. Jill in this one, in the new movie that's coming out, the model of Jill. <laughs> sorry, they don't use the one from five. They use the one from three. three. Yeah, I know. I was like, this is weird. Which is weird because it's supposed to be the same person. From but five? It looks completely... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I, I, I don't know. Weird, I, right? I, I need to know the explanation behind all this. It's weird, right? But we should go see that movie, though. What? Death, Death Island. Is that in theaters? I think so. I don't know when. I don't, I right. don't know when. Yeah. Well, Wait, What you should really do is play the multiplayer. <laughs> in the one three? Where- I think it's in three too, like where you could play as zombies and stuff like that. And you find oh, yes, yes, yes. You know, I no. played a lot of the um, when Resident Evil 2 came out, I played a lot of that mode where it was the asymmetrical one where there's four survivors and one of you. Yeah. And man, I, I punished a lot of people on that. <laughs> I would stun lock them and take advantage of tricks they wouldn't know about. And uh, it felt kind of bad, but not really. So mean. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty mean. I basically locked them so they could never do anything, but it's great. Wow. And I'd bait their friends to come and help them, and I would also jump them, too. Wow. <laughs> good times, good times. <sighs> yeah, but that was it for my week. Nothing else of important to know, other than it was Mother's Day, and, uh, you know, happy, happy Mother's, Mother's Day. To all the moms out there. Yeah, happy belated Mommy's Day. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got some uh, fan fan notes, bro? Sure, Paul Chu writes in with a question. Yeah. Oh... What would you say is the coolest thing about you personally? This isn't necessarily a thing you're most proud of, scholastic accomplishments, etc. Though it certainly can be if you want it to be. But before you answer this question, please first go around and say what you think is the coolest thing about to each of your fellow cast members. Aww. Thanks for your answer. Okay, go. I'll go first. Wait, is it just you and me, or do you want to include? This is gonna be. This is gonna be. This is is getting intimate, bro. Okay. I think the coolest thing about you is that you managed to balance nerdy life with your athletic life. You know what I mean? Like you, you, I think you struck the balance of being a nerd and also being a well social human being. You do everything that they have, but have the nerdy. You do everything a normal quote unquote typical person would need to do, plus being. A nerd as well so props to you man wow, wow honestly i think you because some people go either way they become no offense omega boring and they don't have any hobbies or they're not true to themselves and they don't do what they want to do you know like watch anime or play games right i think it's like childish or they go the other way where they just go full basement dweller and they don't go out and touch grass and you're one of the few people <laughs> yeah. i know that that manages to strike a like for example when you're biking no one would think that you go home and watch 
anime or go home play resident evil you know what i mean that's true like, that's true yeah, no, no one, one has any that. idea what the fuck i'm talking about when i'm on those rides do you talk about it no you don't sometimes they're like what do you do i'm like i watch anime and they're like <laughs> oh <laughs> okay maybe not you don't think it back just refer it back <laughs> just then back. i watch their eyes glaze over and i'm like oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> all right hit me uh, I think the coolest thing about you is that when you get into something or when you're interested in something, you don't do it half-assed. You go all the way in terms of like research, preparation, make a game plan and go out and do it. Because I know so many people who are like, oh, I would love to do this. I'd love to try that. But then like there's the idea and then it never goes anywhere from there. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like I know so many people are like, oh, I would love to go rock climbing. And I don't even mean like go to yosemite and climb whatever that giant hill is i just mean like go to your local rock climbing place or like just even learn about what gear you need what kind of base fitness you would need like but you do all that and you get into that and then like because you're one of the few people i know even when it comes to fighting games or whatnot like you're looking up certain strategies for or like or like coaching guides to help you understand what it is where you are at and what you could take from certain different training plans and guides to benefit you Hell yeah, brother. Thank you. That's that. I like that. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, I do though. It's expensive though. Sometimes. <laughs> no, I know, but like, hobby. but that's, but, but most people don't because it's just, they have an idea and they're like, but like most people, they have an idea, but they don't make the game plan from, you know, start to finish. It's just, I don't know. We'll get there. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I, I, I do try to tell people, Hey, I want to do this. I'm like, well, then go do it. It's like, yeah, but I can't because X or Y exactly but it's like well then just put it like put it on paper and then see what you can adjust and they're like what you can do but i hear you i hear you yeah um now what do we think about ourselves you go first oh mine's very easy mine's so easy okay here we fucking go my mind is just my instant ability to sleep anywhere at any time of day whenever i want and i know it sounds small but like the amount of people who I've always met who are just like, oh my God, terrible night's sleep, blah, 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 blah. And you know what? I get it. We all have different, you know, concerns about that kind of stuff. But the more I meet people that, the more I understand that it is a blessing that I have that I can just sleep. And and I mean, like, get quality sleep. That's that's pretty good. Like, I don't uh-huh. wake up feeling tired. Like, I can get up and I have enough energy to do whatever I want with my day. Um, but yeah. That's, so that's on I'm plane at. rides, you can be like, okay, see so you guys at the destination, out. Absolutely. I did that with Anthony. Anthony, Anthony famously can't sleep on a moving uh, vehicle. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so we, we went to Japan. That man was up for like 12 hours straight. And I <laughs> instantly knocked out. Instantly. <laughs> within <laughs> the first 15 minutes. And I didn't see him until I think we ate for like dinner. And then I went back to bed until we landed. This guy. He's fucking... <laughs> Shanghai your friend in midair while you're literally just deceased. Absolutely. <laughs> oh god, you're so funny. Oh, yeah. that's true. Well, that, that's a good. That's a good one though. That's a good one. Honestly, yeah. a lot of people yeah. I know are just like, oh, I'm having trouble sleeping. Oh, I can't sleep on cars. You're like, nah, <laughs> nah, don't have that problem. We cannot Please. relate. See you in Montreal. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so what's yours? I think for me is a, a playoff what you said, where I really like, for me, the coolest thing is that I can talk to most people about anything because I have, as you said, because I've done so many things and experienced so many places in my life or done a lot of hobbies famously, I can talk to people about almost anything and I can find something to talk to somebody about. Right. And I think that's what makes me really personable. That's what people have said anyway. And I believe mm. it because... I do genuinely try to put an interest in what people, because the, the thing that I find about humans is that a lot of people don't like to talk about what their passions are because they think that people, like you said, their eyes glaze over. Yeah, they're, they're going like, to judge oh, them or whatnot. Hey, or, yeah. yeah, or they're just like, I'm rambling, right? But I mm. love listening to people when they talk about that because it's so interesting that it's what they're passionate about. The thing I can't stand is when people are like, oh, like, like what do you do? What do you like to do for fun? Like, oh, I just sit and watch Netflix. I'm like, ah, oh, here we go. But then somebody's like, okay, you know ants, right? I'm like, this is where I, yes. Okay, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, you know, (laughs) oh God, I feel like I need to have one of those in my back pocket, like a quick five minute, just lesson to teach somebody when they ask me what I'm into. Yeah, it's so interesting because there's some people 
like you just meet and you don't even know what they do. So for example, uh, the other day I met someone like, oh, you know, this is a side by like, what do you do for work? It's like, oh, you know, when people go for real estate licenses, somebody has to, they buy like videos and uh, they have to do like uh, testing stuff or, or studying uh, uh, materials and somebody reads it to them or they, they show a PowerPoint and somebody's narrating over it. Yeah, I filmed those. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, it didn't even occur to me that somebody had to do that work, right? Yeah. And now it's like, wow, that's such an interesting... And they walk me through their work day and everything. And I just think it's so fascinating. And I love when people talk about it because they, they like what they do, right? But I have talked to people where they say they're, they're too afraid to talk about it because they think that the person gets bored or they just can't relate or they get tired of the subject or whatnot or i don't really want to hear this i just wanted to say oh i do this x and y and then move on right so i i, I like that about me that i could i think that i do find a gen a genuine interest in what people like and i could talk to them on somewhat of a level that makes them interested in the conversation and makes them feel kind of heard in a way so yeah for sure that's, that's what i like to do that's, which is why i think I, I i get along a lot with a lot of people so and I remember mm. things about them too. So mm. like what they like and whatnot. So yeah, that's, that's, that's what I think. Or I hope uh, that's what I like about myself. And I hope that that translates to how people feel when they're around me kind of thing, you know? Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. I'm sure they do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that meme of that guy who was like holding that girl's neck and he's like explaining something to her in a baseball game. Like you're talking about yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you about street fighter six like, it's, <laughs> like that yeah. but then there's the other end where some people just can't stop talking about those kind of things when you know you get kind of have to read the room like yeah nobody wants to hear about this man kind of kind of thing. yeah i know yeah. There's, there's there's a fine line where it's like when because i i like you i do I open my I open up that invitation for someone to talk because i just want to know i'm more interested but right. then there are times where it's like okay we've definitely gone over overboard on the limit on the time limit now like we gotta wrap this up <laughs> we gotta wrap this up dude we got things yeah. to do i got places to be yeah you know what I mean? yeah. oh god yeah, for sure that's for sure point. that's a really good question actually did you want to leave it there do you want to leave tj and anthony to when they return or did you want to say something here for them or yeah let's 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 wait till they return let's wait till okay they return. sounds yeah. good to me now did we have a recap uh let's see let's see let's see here we did oh i think these are just getting longer no way this is longer than the last one There's this no one's way. even longer Dundee. how's that even <sighs> episode 13 march 21st 2011 here we go anthony's learning to play she hulk in mvc uh and he's talking about the dlc characters jill shimagorath is that why oh i think so. why you're saying shimagorath yeah. really earlier yeah yeah i was he's also playing onimusha um vin says he's surprised anthony's not talking about yakuza 4 anthony responds he doesn't have the money to purchase it and plans to steal blavin's copies instead (laughs) i don't even know where my copy is yeah uh vince is playing dragon age 2 anthony asks how's the sex in dragon age 2 (laughs) he then adds that the persona would be even better if you could recruit demons by giving them the d instead of fighting with them and insists it isn't much of a stretch Anyway, since one of the demons is basically a penis on wings. Oh my! It is Mara. Oh, it literally uh, is. Yeah, Vince talks about the movie 127 Hours, which Blavin watched on a plane to Dubai but fell asleep halfway through. Is that the one where the guy cuts off his arm? Yeah, with uh, James Franco. Franco. Yeah, recently canceled Franco. Wait, why is he canceled? I heard about this uh i can't remember yeah he did what did he do yeah he's canceled now he's canceled now okay oh okay for oh sexual misconduct okay got it there we go oh Oh. with uh other students students Uh, when he's at school i can't remember he's at school i think he did he went back to do like a degree and he did stuff there whatever hey that's my guy i mean he's trying to better himself by going to school but not the other part (laughs) yeah uh, Blavin talks about the comic series Fables and the film adaptation of the 20th century boys manga. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. Then the boys talk about Radiant Historia as well as Pokemon Black and White. Um, specifically the global trading system and shares his current and Blavin shares his current team. Caracosta, Tirtuga, Yamask, Kofa Grigas, Joltik, Zorua. Wow. 
I, are those real Pokemon? I think oh. so. I think I picked the weirdest ones. Okay. The special topic is covering the various areas of gaming consoles, starting with Gen 3, which includes the NES, the Sega Master System, MX, MSX, and Commodore 64. Blaven is left in the dust as he did not own any from this era and only played the original Mario Brothers once. He does, however, reveal his childhood timeline per Vince's request, and we learned he spent the first three years of his lifespan in the Philippines and then nine years in Taiwan. He moved back to the Philippines for a year and then landed in the frozen north. He then proceeds to shout Ni Hao, Ni Hao Ma, in what can only be described as a strong accent. Ah, uh, I can uh. I can imagine that one. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> follows, but swiftly gets shut down and reminded that he is a white boy that his white boy status prevents him from joining in. <laughs> oh yes. This still happens to this day. Yeah, that's funny. That's a good one. Ah. <laughs> uh... Vince then says that while he had previously mentioned that Blaven had a bowl cut and fully unbuttoned polo shirt when he first met him, he forgot to include he also had a necklace for his glasses. I did. Yeah. And then Blaven admits that his mother forced him to wear one. Because I would have lost them if I didn't have them. Wow. Honestly. All right. Back on topic. Anthony owns three copies of the original Super Mario Brothers game. He has a gray NES zapper and gets most of his NES games thanks to a mutual friend in Ohio who gave him his collection. He also mentions a game called Bad Street Brawler and says it's the worst game on the system and he's willing to kill anyone in order to get his hands on Rob the Robot. I think Anthony's still on the hunt for one of those. Uh, then we're on to the next gen. Vince says he first realized what console generations were when he noticed the renting aisle for the NES kept shrinking over the weeks and was replaced by a different category that wouldn't fit his Nintendo. He recounts going to TJ's home one day to find out he had just gotten the new system called the Super NES and recalls his younger self feeling significantly inferior to his cousin on that sad day. Mm. Yep. Uh, Vince or Anthony didn't own any systems from this generation, but they still had memories of them. Anthony remembers playing, going to his neighbors to play Kirby All-Star. Uh, he also recalls a house in the neighborhood putting a Genesis with around 40 games in front of their yard for one of those get rid of stuff days. However, did not bring it home out of fear of getting scolded by his parents. No. Uh, Vince remembers playing F-Zero and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with TJ, and Blaven talks about Sonic 3 and being unable to get past the carnival level as a kid. Oh my god. You know they would apologize for that? Oh, why? Is it really bad? Yeah, like, it's just not... You don't... Like, for example, it was like a barrel, right? And when you jump on it... When it goes down, you press down. When it goes up, you press up. But Sonic stuck to it. Like, he's spinning with it. Like, he's just literally, oh, like, glued onto it. And you yeah. have to go with the momentum, right? But kids don't know that. They don't yeah. know that that's what you're supposed to do. So people just stood there jumping on it, and it doesn't move anywhere. And later, they apologized that, that was one of, like, the worst design puzzles they ever had. Really? Because you had to make it go up and down so much yeah, that it to build up, the momentum. And go, yeah. yeah, and then you go underneath it. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. They apologized um, for that. <clears throat> yeah. And then it says that you were so frustrated because you actually really wanted to play the snowboarding level, which followed, but you never literally followed. It. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you want to know how I know it followed is because it was in the, in the manual, the manual showed you that the next level was that. Oh, wow. Cause you showed your preview of each level. Yeah. Dang. TJ talks about Sonic and knuckles, but his copy crashed on the startup screen. That sucks, man. Hey, that's my guy. <laughs> um, he also mentions, the Desert and Jungle Strike games and says his absolute favorite on the Genesis was Rystar. Or Restar. Me? No, TJ. Dude, I love Restart too. Wow. Do you ever play that game? No, I must have. I must have seen TJ play it. It's a great game. Uh, and then uh, Next Generation, Blaven Reminis is playing PS1 and 64 games in the Philippines at pay-by-the-hour places. I did. And he talks about Banjo, Mario 64, Conker's Bad Fur Day, and says the Sunflower's giant pair of breasts was the most erotic thing he'd seen at the time. Cool. I, right. I don't even, I'm assuming that's from Conker because I've never played that game. Yeah, it's Conker. Okay. Yeah. The gang then talks about Diddy Kong racing and everyone agrees on it being superior to Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. <laughs> yeah. And he talks about Pokemon Snap and going to the local Blockbuster to get his photos printed on a sticker. Vince remembers being Final Fantasy VII in three days and mentions Brave Fencer Musashi, which Anthony calls a hipster pick. Blavin then talks about Dino Crisis and, of course, Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, uh, the gang then goes on to 64 versus PS1 controllers. Blavin goes 
PS1 as he found the N64 stick to be too sticky, prompting Anthony to ask if he jerked off on it. Vince also oh. sides with the PS1 and says he uses says using the L1 button and joystick at the same time was impossible. Anthony went 64. Oh, uh, next yeah. gen of PS2, GameCube, Xbox. Finn says that while the PS2 came out in 2000, he didn't get one until 2005 when he bought a PS2 and a PSP with his first paycheck. Oh. Uh, he recalls TJ using a rubber band to cheat the sphere grid in Final Fantasy X and also mentions Metal Gear Solid 3 being a PS2 highlight, but specifies the subsistence version over for the over-the-shoulder camera. Oh yeah, that was the way to play. Subsistence. Have you played uh, Twin Snakes? On the GameCube? Yeah. Yeah, that's how, that's that's how I first played Metal Gear. That's the definitive version, I would say. I get a lot of heat for that, but I was gonna say, wow, you're gonna stick to that one, huh? Yeah, okay. For sure. <laughs> uh, Blade remembers getting a GameCube for his birthday and describes the joy of discovering Smash Brothers, which he had never played on the 64, and also talks about randomly picking up a game for the PS2 called Monster Hunter because hey. the box art was cool. And finally, we get to the then current generation of PS3, Wii, and 360. Despite the infamous 599 US dollars moment at E3, Vince and Anthony still went with the PS3 and talked about the first year being terrible. Vince confesses he regrets buying the PS3 first, but says it got better over time, unlike the Wii, which he's only grown to resent more over the years. Uh, Anthony says Cooking Mama is the best franchise on the Wii, while Vince favors Trauma Center. (laughs) Trauma Center. Uh, Trauma Center. Anthony then goes and says he thinks Sony doesn't need to release a PlayStation 4 even 10 years from now, as developers are only starting to grasp the power of the triple, and the 360 is also capable of more. Vince says we'll get two, we'll get new systems two years from now, and was definitely on the money as both PS4 and X-Bone released at the end of 2013. X-Bone! <laughs> X-Bone! I forgot X-Bone. about that! <laughs> because the Xbox One was the X-Bone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anthony disagrees and says, even if he if that were to happen, he would have no interest in getting him. Let me tell you, boys, that's a lie, because he had a PS4 pretty quick. <laughs> Closing things off, the crew reads out listener mail. James asks, why does Vince hate fun? Anthony answers for him and says, Vince really likes the brooding image and wishes more Evanescent songs would release. <laughs> Vince defends himself and says he doesn't hate fun. Chrono Trigger just isn't fun. And that's the end. That's pretty funny, not gonna lie. <laughs> more Evanescence songs? <laughs> yeah, I'm more of an MCR kind of guy. Yeah, okay. Oh my god, the romance, let's go. <laughs> What's your favorite MCR song? Uh, is that the one with the Black Parade? Or, yeah. <laughs> okay. I only know two, the Black Parade and Helena. So, oh, yeah, yes, Black yes, Parade. yes. Yeah, but it's Who Black sing- Parade for oh, me. Okay, okay. Why, Who sings why? Stacey's Mom? Uh, Fountains of Wayne. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I think cool. they were on Hit Wonder, FYI. So. All right, all right. That makes yeah. sense. Well, there you have it. That's it for uh, this week's fantastic episode. Hell yeah, brothers. Yeah, so uh, any and lessons sisters. learned today? And sisters. Man, man, many lessons learned today. <laughs> that's, that's definitely something that happened today. Yeah, many, many different lessons were learned. Um, I'm gone for the next two weeks. Yes, yes. Uh, so... I'll leave it to you guys to figure out what to do there. Um, yeah. All right, man. Well, good to have you. We'll talk about it soon. Yes, we will. See you all next time. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.